0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to another Bald Move prestige film. Today we're talking about 1993's Carlito's Way. Uh, This is directed by Brian De Palma, which you uh, no doubt are familiar with their work, who's directed Carrie, Dressed to Kill, Scarface, Untouchables, Mission Impossible. Screenplay by David Cope, who wrote Jurassic Park, Mission Impossible. He's also director of Stir of Echoes and Premium Rush. This movie stars Al Pacino. No one needs no introduction to Mr. Pacino's work. Sure. Also stars Sean Penn, who has uh, previously been in the Milk, Mystic River. I am Sam, Fast Times, at Ridgemont High. Penelope Ann Miller, who I'm not as familiar with. I mean, I definitely recognized her, but she was big in the late 80s, early 90s. The Loxie Blues, *A Freshman, Awakenings, Kindergarten Cop, of course. And uh, she uh, had a supporting role in The Artist a couple of years back. John Leguizamo, Bald Move leg- Legend, uh, <laughs> Spawn, Moulin Rouge, Land of the Dead, Summer of Sam, Romeo and Juliet. He's kind of blown up recently with his work on the John Wick franchise. Luis Guzman, uh, who's starred in a lot of Steven Spielberg films, Out of Sight, Traffic, as well as some PTA films, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, Punch Truck Love, and Vigo Mortensen. Vigo
1: Viggo Mortensen. Mm-hmm. Viggo Mortensen Playing uh, a young Puerto Rican man. Yeah, let's just say and, everyone that you mentioned is playing Puerto Rican, except for Penelope Ann Miller.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and, and Luis Guzman. I think on, the only actual Puerto, maybe, maybe Leguizamo yeah. too. But yeah, Pacino. Uh, he's he's going back. He's he he, he not <laughs> satisfied enough, with having but... Cuban uh-huh. under under his belt. He comes back for the for the Ricans in this movie. Uh, so this, what did you, what did you think of this film? Because I actually really like this film, but I also have a couple of things I want to uh, neg on a little bit. What, what do you think?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it, there's plenty to neg on. I think uh, th- this movie is good. It's, it's just, it doesn't feel necessary in any way. It doesn't feel like it's adding much to like the canon of gangster films. Um, yeah. You know, unlike Scarface, which added so much to it. I, yeah, right. I, I I enjoy watching this movie though. Like, it's a pretty easy watch, other than some of the accents, like Pacino <laughs> in particular. Yeah,
0: I. Hmm, yeah, I. Hmm, yeah, I was. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> this movie feels like it, it's got an, it's it's got the structure of like a Greek tragedy. It's like a Puerto Rican tragedy, and not not just in the casting of Viggo Mortensen and and the accent of Al Pacino. <laughs> But it does feel like this man who uh, has realized there's a better way. He has gotten out of nowhere a second lease on life mm-hmm. um, and he's got a plan to go legit and he's well on the way to executing this. But his, you know, relationship with the street and the relationships he's formed kind of hold him back and, uh, you know, his, his own moral code that 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 his own friends it, it's like i said it's it's very tragic, it feels like
1: um yeah, it's like Godfather three right <laughs> yeah just when i thought that I was out they pulled me back in i mean that's exactly what happens in this movie but
0: there's also like i i think I kept on thinking that the reason it's really tragic is uh because there is no good reason you know uh the, the, the yeah. things he does, the sacrifices he makes, the risks he takes, some of them are just from. Some of them were from for no, I, I thought it was OK. I think it's really interesting that like the, the nobler kind of like, uh, you know, thieves honor code kind of thing mm-hmm. isn't what actually gets him in the end. The thing yeah. that actually brings him down is his ego yeah, and his inability to deal with the younger version of himself. Right. And I, I thought that stuff was interesting. And then I also think that um, the movie's worth watching just for its last act because it's a pressure cooker man Mm -hmm. like i haven't seen a more exciting foot race yeah probably ever like this is
1: top three anyway yeah there are two excellent scenes in this movie and they kind of bookend the film um you get the pool hall scene which i think is awesome and then you get the grand central station chase which is even better so yeah i'm with you that's a great scene The flaws of this movie is, though, that like it does feel
0: kind of meandering towards uh, through the through the middle, Uh Um, especially since like uh, two and a half hours. I feel it feels like it's a little about 30 minutes too long anyway. Um, And also, like I if you'd asked me before, I'd have said this. This movie was like some maybe after Scarface, but certainly there's no way this movie came before Untouchables, because I would say the Untouchables is Brian De Palma like essentially doing this movie with a more consistently exciting and, and, and interesting formula because mm-hmm. there's so many set pieces in this film that share so many similarities. Um, I was actually shocked to see that this came after untouchables because this feels yeah. like the student film version of untouchables. If that makes sense.
1: Hmm. Okay. Um, I always but, mix I this yeah. movie up with another movie that John Leguizamo is in called the empire where he's like, I've a, a seen that one. guy who's trying to make it big and just essentially just become rich and he entrusts his money to the wrong guy who rips him off. And there's like a gangster plot. I always mix the two up, which is probably the worst thing I could say about this movie is that it's not memorable enough to distinguish itself from that much worse movie <laughs> in my mind. Yeah. And
0: that, like I said, the central tragedy is, um, I don't know, like they make you think that this is a tragedy is this guy can't get free of his own moral code. But I always thought that like as I was watching the film, I like, I don't know, this doesn't hold together. It's pretty dumb. But then, like I said, the the, the way the film actually does in end, end is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about that because also I got some questions about the way this movie begins versus yes. the way it ends yeah um but 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 i want to, i want to save that for the spoiler um review uh this movie is really you know as a Brian de Palma film it's really well shot it's got a lot of interesting uh tense parts there's um uh the script is pretty good. I thought you know Pacino mm-hmm. got to let himself off the leash a few times um it's also interesting middle Pacino work you know he yeah. like, had young Pacino and godfather and I always thought of him in these roles as like, this is old Pacino, but now he's like super old Pacino. You see him in like (laughs) the Irishman and he's like ancient Pacino. Uh, Yeah. He's 53
1: in this movie. And and he's supposed to be about 35, I think. Yeah. So there, I was reading through the Wikipedia article on this and there was some behind the scenes info on that where there are two books, actually two novels that the, the judge who wrote these books wrote. One of them is Carlito's Way. That is not the novel this is based on. This is based on After Hours, but they kept the name Carlito's Way because they thought Scorsese had this After Hours movie. We don't want to like confuse Uh. people. So they stuck with Carlito's Way, but it's based on the second book. And they did that because Pacino was like pretty old at this point. (laughs) And there was no fucking way he's going to pull off the material in book one. Because Carlito's
0: Way is actually the rise of Carl. It the, is because the, they adapted that later on as a film, which I haven't seen. The rise of Carlito, yeah, that rise, was kind to, of power
1: like, rise to power, and it's bad. It was straight to video. Uh, apparently, oh, no. yeah, I've never seen it. Oh no. So yeah, he was pretty old uh, in this movie, and significantly older than his co-star mm-hmm. Penelope Ann Miller. Like sig- twenty four years. She's like twenty nine in this movie. That's what I'm saying. Like,
0: if you, the, the film's internal chronology doesn't make him seem like he's 45 or 50, you know? Yeah. Well, with him bothering children, and I assume that they were, the, like, of similar age, you mm-hmm. know? I was go, going by Penelope. It's like, oh, yeah, late 20s, early 30s, and he's kind of like, you know, like a, a prime athlete at 35 being replaced by the younger. He can feel, but he's not, like, over the hill. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you cast a 55 year old man as like a starting quarterback in NFL feeling his age, it's like, (laughs) uh, but yeah, still, you know, not, not, not old man Pacino quite yet, but yeah, pretty old. And again, I can't stress this enough playing Puerto Rican. They even no. there's even a line and there's even a line in the movie where they're like, oh, look at this guy's face. He's more Italian than 40 years ago. First I time I saw him, bad, him, I thought he was Italian. Yeah, it's like, he's a made man. Look at this bag <laughs> at this face. You've seen him in The Godfather. <laughs> this face is so famous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, at least really in the movie funny. knows, right? The movie is not completely unaware that they've totally miscast this.
0: Right. But I also think I wonder what it's like to be Luis uh, Guzman. Uh huh. Is it Guzman or it's, I hope it's I'm not Guzman? It's probably Guzman is my guess. Guzman. But yeah, because I saw the accent there. It's yeah. doing something fancy there. But uh, imagine him. You're an actual Puerto Rican and you're on the set and you're introducing mm-hmm. Vigo Mortensen. Paraplegic <laughs> Puerto Rican uh-huh. to Al Pacino, also Puerto <laughs> Rican. Like, And you're the second and you're like the second or third banana character in all this, too. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Apparently, they... It's also interesting that when they were writing this movie, the Cope, I, whoever wrote it, yeah, the Jurassic Park guy, was writing yeah. it up, and, and he's got this Pachanga character speaking very, like, heavy slang also, uh-huh, sure. and, and Guzman mm-hmm. mom was like, uh, yeah, what is this? I don't know about this, and like, <laughs> it, and everybody complained about it, the whole cast complained about like, this just is not working, and they changed it, <laughs> so... Oh man, this movie is uh, fraught with uh, yeah. racial insensitivities. But yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, in in in,
0: a, in, a, in a perfect world where Puerto Rican actors uh, were just as successful and had as, access to many as many uh, parts as their white counterparts, no one would care. No right. one would really care. But it is pretty funny to Vigo Mort <laughs> Vigo Mortensen, <laughs> right. some Dutch guy, uh-huh. like, hey, we need a Puerto Rican. Is, is Bella Lugosi available? <laughs> You know, can we get a Scars
1: Guard in here? Can we get a Scars Guard?
0: So it's, it's just funny. It's, it's funny. Um, yeah. I, 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 do you have any non, more non spoiler uh, thoughts before we uh, uh, I'll give people the, uh, the basic premise and then we can talk spoilery?
1: You know, we were talking about this casting um, before the podcast, and I was looking through Sean Penn's filmography. I Mm -hmm. think I have literally only seen Sean Penn in this movie.
0: I've seen Sean Penn in a lot. I have not seen Sean Penn in Milk or Mystic River, a.k.a. the movies he was nominated for and won an Academy Award for. Yeah, I have seen him in a lot of different movies. And my question, again, not having seen the things he was nominated for an Oscar and won, has he been good in anything? Because to me, <laughs> Sean Penn is a modest improvement of like Pauly Shore in everything oh, I've seen oh in God. this movie, including <laughs> like, like a st- he sees a step better. Like, like if you take Pauly Shore and you just take a st- maybe two steps, to be fair, uh-huh. I don't get it. Roger Ebert raves about this man's performance in this particular movie. And I'm like, sh- I fo- felt like Sean Penn almost ruined the role. Like, you have to kind of take this guy uh, seriously on some kind of level. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's um, it's kind of like Jonah. He's a little Jonah Hill in Wolf of Wall Street. Sure. But but at some point you kind of believe that like Jonah Hill would rip your throat out in Wolf of Wall Street. He's got a little bit of ferocity to him. Yeah. Sean Penn has none of that ferocity.
1: Yeah. He's the guy who's trying to act like he's got it.
0: Trying very hard cannot be cool. Like mm-hmm. it, it oh, really. God, that club so, scene with the the boat oh, stuff. Yo, oh my I god. Wanted to him boat out window. Tri- Jesus Christ. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's a great performance. The ability to make me want to jump out of my own skin while I'm watching him cringe so hard. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I know. know
1: people like that who who want to who like think they're playing it so cool and sly, and in fact, they are so laughably out of touch with what they're doing that or it's infuriating so
0: and or high that uh-huh. they're like
1: uh it just make it brings the worst yeah yeah um, i know people like that so i felt that performance pretty deeply uh and and powerfully but yeah I and mean, i'm not a
0: cool that's the thing it's like i'm not a like i've had those experiences but i'm not a cool underworld boss figure yeah you know, like that should have been it for Carlito. Carlito's way should have seen him out of that situation as soon as the club <laughs> thing happened. Sure, like like they meet him at the pier. Uh, him and the 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 Italian guy, the Taglini or whatever. They look each other in the eye. They 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 crush a skull with the a, a crowbar and throw him in the the. That's it. Done. You yeah. Walk away. Like he's got some kind of co- code of honor towards this guy. It's insane. Um. Oh, are we out? Are are we done with the the non spoiler take? I guess. I mean, I'm not trying to. Hu- I'm not trying to hustle you or hassle you, <laughs> no, or,
1: no. or hustle you, hustle you past. Uh, yeah. I I will say it's ironic that you call Sean Penn one step above Polly Shore because he's in the movie. Polly Shore is dead, <laughs> which <laughs> I, I've never seen. Could there be only was it a
0: Highlander situation? There could be only one. It must be. It must be. <laughs> Polly Shore
1: is dead. I have
0: inherited all of his people are probably screaming
1: hours. You've seen fast times at Ridgemont High. I don't know that I have. I know that I've seen a couple of scenes like the seduction and, scene or whatever and Phoebe Kate's coming out of the pool. The ones that are everywhere, but I don't know that I've seen that whole movie and those of you who
0: have can you really take as exception with the Polly Shore comment? I mean, is he like a
1: surfer dude surfer, bro? Something like that. that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
0: I could see him saying stuff about a cosmic weasel or whatever the hell. What the <laughs> shit was <is> Polly <laughs> Weez- Shore? Sure, I could see him weasel the juice. Wh-
1: whiz- you put an icy uh, Slurpee machine above that guy's head and pull the handles. <laughs> yeah, he's Polly Shore. <laughs> anyway, that's my
0: that's my opinion. Uh, so, "Carly Goes Away" is a film about a Puerto Rican gangster who has gone been been put away for a thirty year sentence, but his lawyer gets him off on a technicality. Uh, and is able to get him acquitted on like four different counts Uh, so he's out he's out on the streets and and timing the slammer has really made him think about like what he wants to do and uh, if he wants to get back into the heroin trade and he doesn't want to he wants to go rent cars in miami or something like that i think this is his his goal he's trying to get a seventy five thousand dollars stake so he can go and open up his car rental business and while trying to avoid getting sucked back into that life while trying to get sucked into that life with all the connections he's got, he's older, he's been on the, away for five years, has been a power vacuum, there's, there's small-time hustlers wanting his uh, attention, there's big-time hustlers that want his attention, and he just wants to fly straight to get his 75000 Complicating matters is a, a rekindled relationship with an old girlfriend of his they broke, his, broke the heart of once, uh, him wanting to get clean and all these things trying to pull him back. And it is. It plays out like a tragedy that he has a couple of flaws in uh I don't know, operating philosophy as well as just personality, you know, hubris ego that that keep him from 'cause there's several times of all the he's just talking about I just want to lay low. I just want to punch the time but you all then the next scene you see him doing something that's not laying low. It's raising high and it's not punching time. It's it's uh I don't know what's the opposite kicking it's kicking clocks and Mm. uh, it's getting him into a lot of trouble and it leads up to a lot of 10 situations it's one from a crime thriller sure Um, I I think that the performance is like Al Pacino is really good yeah Uh, Penelope Ann Miller is like really fun and she's got a physicality in the dancing that like there's a lot of heavy lifting yeah Mm -hmm. there's a lot of heavy lifting for like what their bond is you know yeah Um. John Leguizamo is John Leguizamo, man, like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought the performances are all all pretty good and um, slow in the middle, but but, but move right along. All right, Jim, I want to start with perhaps a logical place. The beginning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, this movie starts with the classic. Final moments of the movie, like it just hits you. Al Pacino is dying. He's been shot. Penelope Ann Miller's running up to him and screaming, and you see him being taken out. He's going to a hospital. You're not. I guess you're not sure if you, he lives or dies. But it's 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 that old shtick. Um, do you think that helped or, or or hurt the movie?
1: I thought it hurt the movie. I th- um, yeah, I, I instead of being like, well. Okay, so are they going for a a vibe of, like, there are so many things in this life that can kill you, and and any of the mistakes you make could come back in a weird way and bite you? Because, like, that's the impression I get is, you know, over the course of the film, they're talking about how... He's got to, you know, see the angles. And if you, if you miss a step or, or your game's not on point, if you're not born into this, if you're just pretending, all of this stuff is going to catch up with you super fast. And I think that's kind of like the point at the end is, you know, he has missed one thing, right? He has forgotten. He's taken his eye off of Benny and it's been on all these other things, his, his dream and uh the the luchi stuff but the the ending is like you know that that one thing that he forgot about came back to bite him i feel like i would have been more in the moment like trying to pick out the thing okay where is he missing these spots where is he missing you know the the step uh from his old mm-hmm. game more so if they didn't put that at the beginning mhm but it's hard to say cuz i've seen this movie a couple of times now and I I don't remember how I felt about the like surprise factor of the end. Uh, See, I was looking I for it the whole time. I was even conscious of
0: like the wardrobe. As soon as I saw Penelope and Miller in a a, dro- a weird bangly necklace and a, a mid-drip I'm like, "Oh, this is the gotcha. This is the scene where he's going to get plugged." So I always find that like you have to have some really kind of crazy twist or the movie has to be not about the thing you know the death of the hero yeah
1: and it has to contextualize it in a way that is more powerful been a few than movies just that, re-
0: that really that really work that way like i uh i don't know i thought the like american beauty worked pretty well that's the very first movie i ever saw so there yeah. you go mate uh i thought memento worked because it's already the way of its structure kind mm-hmm. of like it can play with all the cards face up in front of it and it doesn't matter because it's dealing them out of order yeah um but this, yeah, like I it did it and I'm like, huh, I want this is a bold move because he's either gonna recover and the movie's gonna have to do a hell of a lot of work over the next two and a half hours to make me not feel like I got jerked around, or he's gonna die, which like, man, there must be some <laughs> crazy kind of dramatic irony to this to to make it like worth spoiling the thing.
1: And it doesn't doesn't it like isn't the context of the narrator here sort of out of out of that scene? Isn't it like more in the context of the film itself, because like he he's talking about in that scene how, you know, this isn't going to take him out. Right. His heart's stronger than that, whatever, in the beginning. And then at the end, he's like, mm-hmm. no, you thought this was going to work out some other way. Uh, it yeah, is I'm done, weird. You know? um, it, it, it changes tones in those two. Uh-huh. And I'm not actually sure why it does that. Cause I, I I was thinking about it. Yeah, it's trying to... like, it's almost like
0: it's almost like his consciousness took the trip of the movie with us. And right. then at the end he like, he was talking shit. And then it's like, let me think about, let me think about the last year or two. Oh no, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> right. Even if I survive this, I got the whole Italian mafia coming after me. I'm going to be in a hospital. Hell. I just saw how easy it was to get to, to get the people in here. I, I, I helped in it myself. Like, it's weird. Yeah, it is it's weird. It's a
1: weird narrator in this, but I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're doing something that I'm just not catching. Yeah, no,
0: I think you're right. It does feel like he, he's, he's very confident. And then he pauses, rewinds, watch the movie and like, Oh no, no. uh uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> Oh, fuck! I forgot about all the shit I did. shit it's I thought gonna, this I'm was I'm empire, gone, never
1: mind
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i ah uh, it it was um but the thing is is despite all that, I actually kind of found the end kind somewhat poignant, yeah, like his um there's something about uh him kind of like dying, seeing that neon sign of the woman on the beach. And that was, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like in his dying moments, kind of making that real. Um, there was something, yeah, there was something kind of pointed about that. Yeah. Um,
1: The tough part for me about this dream that he's got is when Gail gets involved because at some point the dream like usurps her dream and it becomes their dream. And he's talking about it in those terms. And uh, Mm -hmm. like, I, I don't know there's a line in there where he's like okay the the dream ain't gonna come any closer we gotta chase it down chase it yeah yeah." yeah. and I'm like well this is not her dream this is your dream for the two of you did she sign up for this has she forsaken her own dream because is she gonna be on Broadway in the Bahamas I don't think so dude well
0: there was that there's that scene where she essentially did she's like I'm giving up my dream why yeah this is just never gonna my ship's never gonna come in and he's like, well, have you ever <laughs> thought of the car doing cars in Belize? And, and she's like, okay, sure. And now I'm knocked up and, uh, um, yeah, yeah. But that's the, that's the other thing is like, God damn, like the, you know, you watch these crime films again and again and again, you start really feeling for the women of, Oh them because yeah. She's got a pretty good monologue about like, you know, uh, and I'm watching Sopranos too at the same time. So I'm just really just double, you know, like I'm, I'm two fisting. and, pack of cigarettes here with, of gangster stuff and it's just mm. always yeah it's the it's the central lie of the fact that like we're never going to tell you exactly what you're doing so whenever this comes to an end you're going to be super fucking blindsided and oh by the way we've had complete control of the money so you'll never know if i've got a million dollars buried in the wood underneath the woodshed how the hell will you ever know yeah um yeah it's it's and i felt yeah she
1: felt kind of jerked around but I did feel like I I enjoyed them getting back together you know it wasn't this thing where like yeah they you know he gets out and they're still clearly in love and they just get together that that very night there's there's like a game but not a game going on here it, it, it there's a process no, to it where she's feeling out whether or not how she feels about this guy now and whether or not he is changed you know why he did the things he did to her and told her the lies he told her sure i I liked all of that it it felt like she had a a bit of agency in this movie which is more than you can say for a lot of those gangster films i did this felt like uh speaking
0: of ego mortensen this feels kind of like a history of violence where you had a guy with a bad background but he's been through a lot of changes and you know he wants to go legit and that's what and and you know that's what al pacino is trying to do here in this in this film but and i even thought like i like this is the cutest um v- violent forced entry into an apartment <laughs> i've ever seen right <laughs> sure like yeah. i thought that, that i thought that was that's that was cute and sexy uh-huh. um and something they did after they had already kind of established reestablished the relationship and had the talks and all that stuff i thought right yeah like they had a lot of chemistry that would have uh, been really weird on
1: the first first date back but like the third fourth okay sure
0: right i would have thought she was crazy and he's Uh a little bit the way she's like and and she's like well you know are you going to like bust your way in here chase me around uh uh, i don't know make me naked or something he's like oh i'm too old for all that (laughs) i just thought that was so that was so cool that was some great dialogue so I, I did, but like I said, they they very efficiently kind of like put me back. I thought it was a little cheesy. That's the thing is like a lot of this movie had stuff working against it. Like when he happened to see that girl dancing, and he's like, oh, this reminds me of Gail. And then literally it was Gail. And then like 30 seconds later, he tracks her down to this ballet repertoire while he's standing outside of the garbage can lid over his head. I'm like, this is stupid. But like 30 minutes later, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm
1: glad these crazy kids are back together. It, yeah, let's talk about that that first encounter where he follows her to the dance studio. So th- before that happens, he's in his club, right? And he's he's talking about how at, at it's the late hours where all the you know the, the bad guys come out or whatever and you got to make sure you got the muscle, all that. That's why they, that's right. they do the close up on Pachanga. Um and then they have this scene where, fuck, I don't remember her name. Stephanie, I think, or is that her name? Who are you talking about? Uh, the the one, one the one that he's... Kleinfeld fucks in the bathroom. Benny oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think
0: it's Steffi, like S-T-E-F-F-I or okay. something. Yeah, Steffi. so
1: Steffi is like closing down the club with, with Al Pacino, right? He's sitting there in one of the booths, and there's nobody left in the club. And then he goes outside, and he spots Gail what at what must be four in the morning i mean it's got to be super fucking late and gail is going to her dance rehearsals is that a thing do dance rehearsals happen at like 4 a.m dude i thought i was i was almost talked into thinking
0: that this was all like a fantasy sequence like there was like a midpoint where like i was sure it was a fantasy sequence like something out of singing in the rain i'm Mm -hmm. like this is an interesting and the way it was lit was all kind of dreamy And it gradually transitioned to like him standing out in the rain in front. And I'm like, this is wild. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, no, I I, it was a weird meet cute, except (laughs) for it's not because they'd already met before decades ago. Yeah, I
1: think they took some liberties with those scenes, but
0: that's fine. Whatever. That's fine. If I watch it again, I'll be I'll be watching for that, too, because like I yeah, I, I just I yeah, I was I wasn't sure what to expect from this film and I wasn't sure like how kind of artsy fartsy it would be. Mm-hmm. It turned out it
1: wasn't that artsy fartsy. No. I think it was a real scene. Um, also, she does sleep during the day. Isn't don't they establish that? Like when he busts into her house or when he shows up at her house, she's sleeping and it's like the middle of the day. So. Maybe I guess she well, does. Well, she's she's moonlighting
0: as a stripper, is what it is. Right? But like, so she strips. I don't think the ballerina school like accommodates to... your <laughs> no. You know, yeah, oh you're done. You get off the stage at three thirty. Just come on in at four, honey. Yeah. We'll get the whole. Yeah, I I didn't get that. It, um, but that yeah, I mean. she's a ballerina, but actually paying for by by stripping. That all checks out. Just like how this those schedules work. Because yeah, it should be like yeah, you just do the ballerina stuff a day, and you moonlight as the mm-hmm. the stripper. I want to talk about some of the set pieces in this film because they're pretty good. Um, the first one we, we kind of alluded to in the beginning, um, right out of prison, Carlito gets pulled into some of his cousin's bullshit. His cousin has a very sweet ride, but I would, I would, it, it's a, it's a, it's a death trap. Like, did you see the back seats? Like if you got tapped on your, if, if you get, if you're rear ended in this car, no one's, no one's walking out. No, I didn't Everyone's see Everyone's going to be ever. Yeah. Like they're like the, 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 the top of the seat back comes to about your shoulder blades and there's no headrest whatsoever. Oh. So like, yeah, you're, you're, you dislocating your entire shoulders up from your <laughs> body. If you get rear ended, but it's a very cool car, but he, he has to go, uh, on some kind of like, uh, escort mission. He's got $30,000. He's going to give to his guys to, to hook him up and he wants Carlito because everybody knows Carlito is a hard ass. I really like this scene because you got kind of in Carlito's POV as his like instincts start going off and he yeah. starts seeing like all the different angles. Like you said, he's you seeing the angles like, oh, there's a guy at the store and they're distracting me with this business, so I'm going to kind of go along with it until. You know, I, I thought he's going to actually be able to save his cousin. He doesn't do that, but mm-hmm. that's how he gets his seed money. Um, this is a, this is a great scene. The thing, one thing that bugged me is like this bar should not have been fully lit. Huh, it's like very brightly lit. They should have like gotten yeah. rid of the the overhead lights and just gone with like you know red lighting or something to accentuate the just like that fucking place looks like hell in there, yeah, um but it's funny because like the the thing that makes this scene, I thought is, is after the action's over, like he's killed almost everyone in the bar. He runs into the bathroom. He realizes he's completely out of bullets and he just starts screaming threats. <laughs> yeah. Like based on his reputation, <laughs> come as a on badass. In here, you motherfucker.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: All right. <laughs> I've reloaded. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then like, right, like right after that scene, he says like something like, I don't invite this shit. It just finds a way to come to me. And I mean, I guess, but like every single time he always makes a decision. It seems like it's was something against his better judgment. Like yeah. he kind of doesn't want to go with his cousin, but uh, whatever. Um, I, I, I don't know. I thought that there's, there's something interesting about the fact that he's the whole movie. He's saying, I just got to go lay low. I just got to avoid attracting the wrong people's attention. And then the very next scene he goes and doesn't do those things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's good set piece. Um, uh, Talk about one of the other set pieces that that sure. Benny Blanco um, set piece. Yeah, Benny comes in. He tries to get Carlito's attention one night and Carlito sort of ignores him. Then he comes back uh, in the future after, uh, I I guess, feeling like, you know, Carlito big timed him Um, and he wants his attention again. This time Carlito is not in nearly as good of a mood or something. I, I he just doesn't like Benny's style, I guess. I'm like I'm trying to figure out why he goes so far with his insults here to, to send the like champagne it's, back to, to just really throwing this kid's face.
0: I, you know, like it's something I've observed in my own life that like things that really drive me crazy about other people are like my own weaknesses that i see in them and like magnify like man don't you fucking know not to cut better than to cover your weakness like blah 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 and i feel like that's pain like everyone makes the point that this is you 20 years ago Mm -hmm. like it's physically painful to see like someone with 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 this much rough edges and this little like you know like like smoothness to his operation and and having other people say oh yeah this was you isn't that hilarious like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It set something off on him because it's completely insane. Yeah.
1: Him responding like, why like you, this just causes more conflict.
0: Why you wouldn't just string this kid along? Like, hey, or or, or just be honest. Like, hey, all respect. You're welcome to come to the club and, and the, you'll take your money and it's all respect. But like, I'm trying to stay clean because I got this other thing going on and yeah. a couple like I got and, nothing and to give just you just essentially yeah don't 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 make it seem like you're an obstacle or may in fact to say hey I'll keep your seat warm as mm-hmm. soon as soon as I'm out of here I'll flip the keys to New York City and you can have it kid like take him under There's something but like yeah the other thing is like he is so afraid that the cops are on him this whole movie and that's the hilarious mm-hmm. thing that the, the the cops were never on him they were all been focused on this lawyer guy the whole time yeah so like there but that that's but I and I <sighs> The thing that like makes me want to see this movie again is like at, by the end of the movie, I'm like a lot of the things that I see as flaws in this guy are actually maybe the movie saying that like all this internal monologue is true, that he
1: is losing a step, that he oh, is not sure. seeing all yeah. the angles. I mean, losing um, track of Benny that, in this whole chaos is the, the fatal flaw, literally. Um, I'd done it too. Like I was like, I remember <laughs> okay, when he was cool. running up to the train as
0: with the Penelope's there and uh Luis had held the door for him. I'm like, wow, I did not see a happy ending. Or maybe like there's gonna be guy like I don't know why he thought he could if he just made it to Miami, he'd be fine, like there's no gangsters down there. Right. But like as like a wonder where and then just then he comes running up and caps him.
1: Yeah. Uh so That's cool. I'm I'm glad you had lost sight of that, because that's kind of the trick that the movie is trying to pull on you is is get you into Carlito's sort of like fear, Carlito's, uh, you know, essential paranoia and then turn that on you. And I I can't remember if this worked on me the first time. It's probably why I like this movie because it did. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's what the movie's trying to do. So glad to hear it succeeded. Plus, there's so many of these
0: movies you see the gangster is undone by like um, drug addiction. Like you look at Scarface and Goodfellas, you know, oh, yeah. like that they they get they get high in their own supply and they start fucking up or success um, addiction, or, right? Like the the disease success of success addiction, yeah. the disease of more. Um, but this guy just felt like a re a really sharp guy who was just losing a step or two, yeah. or just the he he couldn't stop multiplying his problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way they the, 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 we talked about the like the motivations, but the actual filmmaking here. I thought was really slick because you're yeah. like across this banquet, uh, table and you're like, the camera keeps pivoting to like, see it, Benny says something and then it swerves back and it goes to the Al Pacino. They just keep going back like a tennis match. And as, as it intensifies the camera movements get, get quicker and the focus stays shorter. And it really felt like you're sitting at the table, like, oh Jesus Christ, this thing is spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that like being over someone's shoulder in like a gunfight makes you part of the action, like you felt like you were part of this uncomfortable dinner dinner party, and like yeah. everybody in the, the orbiting is kind of like, you know, like Benny, like why are you like being so insistent, and also Carlito, why are you being such a big asshole? I don't, yeah. Uh, it, and and then, then the wild card is Sean fucking Pin. Oh right, yeah, whipping out that gun pulls out this pearl handled <laughs> pistol and act like he's going to split this dude's scalp right there in the middle of the, and that, you know, it's like, I, I actually thought the Sean Penn character was kind of cool until then. I'm like,
1: Oh, this guy's just a, there's a nut job. um Yeah. And then they take um Benny up the stairs and sort of into one of the back halls. And if it, it, the movie is essentially telling you like, this is the turning point. This is the moment because there's a shot in there where, they bathe both of them in a red light, and they just do close-ups. Mm-hmm. What they they go back and forth between them, doing close-ups in complete red light. And you're like, okay, when you've seen this movie before, you realize this is the moment. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, because everything this is this is where uh, uh his friend turns traitor, or the the seeds yeah. are planted for him turning traitor. It's where Beanie gets the ultimate and realizes there's no way this guy's going to bring him in. So he's going to have to take him out. Um, it's like I said, it's the thing that actually brings him down all of the comedy with Sean Penn and stuff. Uh, he mostly escapes, but that's why I said it's like the, the thing that came from his own hubris and arrogance and his inability to deal with himself mm-hmm. is what actually gets him killed at the end. Not the, you know, the comedy he's playing with Sean Penn and the gangsters. I
1: was also in this scene, a really, good stunt like i don't know the, the stuntman who fell down those metal stairs as benny <laughs> i i don't okay maybe these aren't metal stairs maybe these are foam stairs or something but it looked real it's impressive it's wild like i was just thinking about this last week
0: when i was wa- I can't remember what i was watching but like i i saw this, a similar thing where, like man the stuntman really earned their money on this one and i started thinking mm-hmm. about like how little stuntmen get paid compared to
1: Oh yeah, and there's not even like an award, an Academy Award for stuntmen. Even though like you can sit in a back room editing a film and get an award for it. What about the fucking stuntman who you're editing falling down the stairs for twenty takes? That's
0: just that's just the palooka falling downstairs. (sighs) Right? There's 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 twenty more. There's twenty more when we run out. It's 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 sad, but yeah, that was a fucking fall.
1: Yeah, I hear there are talks about. Um, changing that in the Academy and having stuntmen uh, get awards, which oh, feels be too little the... too late, right? It feels like, oh, really? The era of CG and, right. and maybe not even needing actors in the future. You're going to talk about now giving stuntmen. Are, are you going to do it, uh, you know, in arrears here? Because. Yeah, yeah. What about that guy that that, that, for... that that died and been
0: hurt? Can we can he get like a yeah. posthumous uh, Oscar or something? Right? Yeah, I wonder about that because you're you're right. We're like we're very fastly approaching when you won't have to do stunts and yeah, a little too late. We just talked about Sean Penn and then Pearl, pulling this gun and how like honestly, I thought this was almost filmed as comedy, uh, like it's yeah. like a parrot Something would happen in a gangster film. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy Sean Penn's lawyer character at all. Like an Alan Dershowitz that just decided sometime <laughs> in the 80s to start robbing clients instead of representing them. Mm-hmm. Like, robbing a million dollars from your mafia Don client yeah. just seems ridiculously stupid. I don't... And then, like, how this guy like gets on... Like, and, and the fact that he's like on Coke and all this other stuff and alcohol and, and, and the fact that Carlito still feels like, oh, I owe this guy. Like, that makes yeah. no fucking sense. You know, if, if, if I come to you, and I need to borrow a thousand dollars because my son needs a surgery and you're like, OK, I borrow it and then I pay you back with interest and it takes me a lot and I work hard. That doesn't mean that five years later you can come to me and be like, I need $20,000 because I really need to buy a lot of heroin. <laughs> like, oh, Jim was there for me that one time when my son needed a, the, so I guess I got to go in on this heroin deal. Uh-huh. Like, it's insane. It's insane. And it made Carlito yeah. seem a little foolish
1: and stupid. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, and those are the moments of tragedy, right? Uh, where, you know, he comes to him at that that party and says, "Hey, I need you to, to help bust this guy out of prison and you can see Carlito doesn't want to do it. He knows it's stupid he mm-hmm. like all, all the signs are there, but somehow he feels you know the guy got him the guy essentially gave him his life back though I, I think that's a point that the movie makes at the beginning is some some line from Mal Pacino uh Carlito says like, I had thirty years that's a that's a lifetime. you know, my life was over. The, and the guy got him out in five, giving him essentially giving him back his life. And so I, I imagine he feels a lot of. You know, uh, 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 like he owes the guy. But he did that lawyering. He did that doing his job and getting paid
0: for it. He didn't do it like he didn't it, kill people. Right.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to like say that, <laughs> you know, that that deserves. Helping break some, especially a mafia boss out of prison. That's insane. Yeah, uh, and, just thought the, whole, the guy Like,
0: yeah, just that the whole course of thing like, oh, we're gonna meet him in a boat. And he's gonna be clinging to a boy and somehow the I don't know the prisoner boat system. The prison boat system's gonna be employed. It it did it did seem nuts, and I just like yeah, I didn't. It made me think of like, is he that that's it's like that I is he actually believe it when he says stuff like, Oh uh, I keep trying to get away from this crap and it keeps, or does he voluntarily walk into these situations? Cause secretly he likes being in this life and this flimsy excuse of, I owe this guy, even though there's yeah. all these flashing red lights of this guy is doing me dirty. Like I almost, I, I, I almost had a conniption fit when the cops play him a tape of him selling him up the river and he's like i gotta yeah. make sure and but i i think correct me if i'm wrong i think that you correctly understand him when he, he says i need to be sure he needs to be sure that sean pinn's going to be dead not that he's actually dirty huh. because i i,
1: I took it as like 'cause like the other way is, is is just too stupid you heard a tape man so oh, like, my reading was a a third path here i thought he was saying i need to be sure he's not gonna rat me out as being on that boat well that's what and
0: and make by by and and by killing him by having him killed by taking his bullets
1: uh well i think he went there and he read him and he knew oh no this guy is not trustworthy at all like Mm. (laughs) you know i mean he didn't have to read him the guy fucking said it you know yeah that's what i'm saying he didn't have to read yeah period um yeah there's that whole thing like he takes his gun and then he's talking about uh you know it's it's cover your own ass or or whatever yeah. he says like because that's 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 the other contradiction
0: right like he's like oh i gotta watch my step i gotta do i gotta do this i can't i can't get in heroin with this guy the street's watching all the time i gotta but like he lets benny off the hook when he should have killed him mm-hmm. He lets Vigo Mortensen off the hook when he should have killed him. Mm. That offends the actual street that's watching him, his, his partner. Yeah. And then he, for no good reason, goes in on this crazy thing to, to, to bail a mafia guy out of jail. And then misreads his partner and, and his, his lawyer, the lawyer guy ends up bashing his brains in. So now they're going to be hunted down for, I don't know, man, this, uh, this lawyer, this Dave guy just seemed too stupid to be this deep in anything and for Carlito to keep wanting to, you know, Oh, he's my friend. I owe him. You don't understand. This is the way I am. Like,
1: I don't know. I mean, I like the hospital scenes a lot too. I guess there are a lot of good set pieces in this movie. The hospital scene is good. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, another one of the tragedies is like, they just played him this tape where the, the lawyer, uh, Kleinfeld, and you know sold it sold him out on something he didn't even do like he's telling the cops no, yeah, yeah, this guy's out dealing he, drugs com- again completely fabricated and, and, the, and, and the cops never believed him either and they play him that tape they play carlito that tape and carlito has just helped this guy you know not not bust a mafia boss out of prison but kill a mafia boss already got mixed up in something he didn't plan on getting mixed up in that was more than it seemed now he realizes oh this guy who I helped actually fucking betrayed me and Mm -hmm. then he goes to the thing it's like yeah there's a lot of like really sad and
0: then this stuff makes sense if you consider it too so this guy's cooperating with the FBI and the feds while simultaneously whacking a mafia don like talking about playing both sides of the street I know man
1: I mean, this is the guy who's excited about being in it, right? He he didn't grow up in this. He's not doing it to survive. He's doing it because this is some kind of sick game to him. This is like his recreation. It is a lot like Jonah Hill in Wolf of Wall Street. Like he yeah. never had a
0: taste of this, and now he gets a little bit, and he goes, he goes mm-hmm. insane. Except for instead of white collar, he's gangster.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, and when when Carlito tells him that. Like, this is it. You crossed a line. This is some gangster shit now. You know, you're not a lawyer oh. anymore. You're a gangster. Yeah, that was a great. I, I get the feeling that like he's inside. He's going. Yes, I yes. fucking did it. I made it when yep. Yep. he's minutes from being murdered, <laughs> you know? I just like every single time
0: he's like, uh, you know, he pulls the gun out in the guy and that almost goes bad. Then, you know, uh, Al Pacino's girlfriend's dancing with some dude and he takes exception of this. And mm-hmm. there's just this funny scene where Pacino's like, oh, you shouldn't keep this <laughs> in. You should go tell him, <laughs> tell him to his face. You got and then he starts he- yelling at, hey, like, Pacino can't believe it. Like, right. holy, sh-. you know, this is, oh, my God. And then he ropes him into this bad deal and says, oh, you got to do it. My friend, they'll kill me if I don't. And he's, like, ah, he's my friend. And then he shows up and then he's like, oh, I showed up and he's coked out of his mind a bad start for the evening. Like, Oh dude, uh-huh. all you got like is where, At what point do you just like, okay, this guy, I, 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 mea culpa. I thought this guy was not insane. <laughs> Turns out he's insane. I'm out.
1: Yeah. I wash your know. hands. Be done with it. Uh, the other thing I like yeah. about that hospital scene, um, is he goes there and you're thinking, okay, well, he, he, he measured this guy. And he realizes, you know what? The Italian mafia is after him right now. I don't need to kill him. He's not going to be able to wrap me out because he's going to be dead soon. Mm-hmm. But then the movie like doubles down on that and has it when when the Italian guy does bust in to shoot him. It, it, Pacino has taken the gun, the, the bullets out of the gun. Uh, right. So he can't defend himself even if he wanted to, which I thought was cool. It, it was. Yeah. It shows that because I thought he was slipping, right? Like, oh, you're going to leave this guy alive. And and the movie goes back and forth like that, where Pacino, you know, in the pool room scene, sees all the angles. Right. And he's able to get Mm -hmm. out of the situation because his instincts kick in. But then he'll he'll do something where he slips up and he gets a little too pissed off at Benny Blanco. You're like, oh, boy, what you know, which side of this coin is going to win here? The guy who's slipping or the guy who has good instincts from a lifetime of survival? Uh, Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was good yeah and they had man that final scene where he's
0: all all he's got to do and this th- this has been done in a lot of films but all he's got to do is walk a hundred feet across his own club get the money out the safe get out the door mm-hmm. and he's on the train and he's safe but first thing his old buddy he hasn't seen for 15 <laughs> years flags him down wants to share a table with him and he's a made man so he can't say no and then like it's just one goddamn thing after another and that's just when the tension is building uh until it's like you know and he finds out his his safe's been stolen or the money's been stolen out of his safe and it's probably his business partner that's a whole thing to track down there's a false door underneath the bar all that stuff was really cool and again like one of the more exciting foot chases i've ever seen Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of it just fast walking and uh, skipping subway cars and like just near misses like he almost gets away sc- scot-free except there's a couple people trying to jam their way onto a uh, subway like just kind of annoying selfish shit like cutting like getting busted by the cops because someone cut you off on the interstate that kind of frustration uh yeah. and i love the dynamics and
1: builds of having the really heavy guy who can't move as fast as the others and so he's constantly lagging behind like throwing off all of his you know hiding techniques he's like well okay i can yeah. slip these guys but then there's this motherfucker coming up behind me because he's so slow but it also adds a lot of tension because he's also yeah. might just drop dead of a heart
0: attack uh-huh. uh or become a human barricade at some point it's just really clever yeah. and um again if i hadn't seen uh like like the untouchables this would be the most exciting thing that's ever happened in a train station sure sure. Uh, but i you know like Again, a lot of this stuff is a little bit I don't know, because like this it's like the train station scene in the in, uh, Untouchable stretched out for twenty minutes. Because it just keeps going and go and there's so much tension but it because works, like yeah.
1: it's not like artificially stretched, it really works.
0: No, 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 no. It's like this guy's actually trying to traverse space and he's trying to get to a very particular spot at a very particular time. Uh but, you know, he's gotta take his time because there's these gangsters trying to kill him and he's hiding, he's going up a level,
1: down a level. And over the um, intercom, you can hear them calling last last boarding call for his train to right? Miami, and it's like, oh shit! And I think he's the Italians move.
0: know to there too, so there's like there's that like element too that they kind of know that he's got to get from where he's at
1: to the trains. Uh I- I'm not I sure think? that they do. Uh, Benny shows up obviously because Pachanga has, has sold out, yeah, it's Carlito, sold out, yeah. right, and told them where he's going. But like, I don't know that the Italians do. I think they're just chasing him.
0: And there's a couple points where I thought like towards the end of the movie that like the, I'm supposed to understand that this is all doomed. And of course I knew that like eventually he gets shot, mm-hmm. but like the fact that like this happens, that happens, he gets in a shootout, he kills a bunch of dudes or cops are showing up and he's still running for this train. Like <laughs> yeah. he's going to get on it. And, and I felt like that was already in the fantasy land. Like there's no way he has a shootout with this guy in the middle of the, and, and, and gets away to Miami and, and gets to the Bahamas before anyone finds out. Right. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's a little bit too wow. modern to take for the thing.
1: So, this this happens in the 70s, right? So, there's not a lot of like cameras in the subway. There's not there a lot of There were cameras, though. I did notice that there were closer cameras. Were there? Okay. Maybe, but maybe that's the because station. they shot
0: it in, in the 90s and they didn't do that much. You know, they'd have oh, people baby. painting out the DCTVs like frames at a time. Yeah. But it's like this doomed run. And then that's like, then when the last, uh, uh, Gangster got shot. I'm like, fuck, he might do it. And then Denny comes up and, and pops him.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh also kills Pachanga after he, he which, helps him out. Cause like you're gonna trust this turncoat in this line of business? No. No fucking way. Especially since they just why the you never ran your friends out. <laughs>
0: like and Pachanga had started the the slip too. Like he was getting high on the job and getting too drunk, and like huh. they showed like one of the last few scenes his judgment was slipping, and which of course That's all you all see that in Pacino Pacino, when he's dying. You can see him like as he, as he gets as as uh, uh, his friend gets shot. It's like, well, of course he did. You dumb fuck. You think this guy's gonna let you in his crew? You idiot. Um, And then yeah, I was surprised at how affecting the death scene was. You know, especially and because like man, this movie had done so much to kind of like bleed the tension out of it. They had the whole thing in the beginning that uh you know what's her name, Anne Penelope. penelope Ann miller have her deliver this whole blistering soliloquy about the fact that you know you're gonna lie to me and i'm gonna think everything's fine and you're gonna i'm gonna be dragging you bloody and dying to the emergency Mm -hmm. room at three o'clock in the morning and lo and behold it all occurs just as prophecy but him kind of like trying to talk himself into like hey here's 30 grand or whatever and start yourself a new life and don't abort my kid and uh spiritually i'm in paradise watching you you know dance to the bongo drums it's pretty pretty affecting pretty affecting
1: yeah it works uh i only have a couple other things like a couple points of interest to talk about uh one of them being during this train chase i could have sworn that one of these guys is james gandolfini did you see this dude? Yeah. Who looks I, exactly like him, but he's wearing sunglasses the whole time, and you can't really yeah. get a good look at him.
0: Maybe a little bit more balder. Maybe a little balder than Donald I don't know.
1: It, maybe a little bit more I looked through brawny, all, but I the, all of the cast, and I couldn't find James Gandolfini mentioned, so it must not be him, but... Oh,
0: and he would oh definitely... Shit. They would have definitely mentioned him if, if uh, it had been in tri- trivia, if nothing else. For sure.
1: Yeah, um, And the other point that I want to talk about real quick is that in the novels, Kleinveld doesn't die, Sean Penn's character. Um, but De Palma, because he has this like sense of justice and and serving it up to the bad guys, changed that and made sure that he hmm. did die. That's probably a good change. I like that he dies. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Especially it's too since stupid to he live. died dumb. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. He really is. Uh,
0: I also really liked the um, Right after they kill the boss, like people start hardcore following Al Pacino's character Carlito, and they're not even being subtle. It's like it's like the sabotage Beastie Boys video. All of a sudden, <laughs> they, big fake
1: mustaches
0: and and with a giant walkie-talkies uh-huh. that they got glued to their head, and as soon as someone turns around, they're like, "Whoop whoop 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 whoop!" whoop. <laughs> it's oh my god. Oh,
1: my God. It is hilarious. It was. It's the only thing I could see in that scene. Like, I I, I think that the, the him and his yeah. girlfriend are talking about something in that scene, but I don't know because I'm looking at the guy in the brown coat in the background. Yeah, I saw Ad-Rog. He was up. back. There's a whole crew of them. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think it's on Bismarck Key hiding out in the garbage pail. It's uh-huh. crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, they're bad at it. This a uh, pre- pretty good movie. It's one of those i don't know i felt the other thing that surprised me is because i thought this was a well-regarded film from day one but i guess this was uh everyone thought this was kind of a the palma misfire or as you i mean yeah, and everything we said about it negative is true like it's it's yeah. redundant it's not necessary uh it's got a lot of successful elements that work better in other pictures by these same gentlemen mm-hmm. but it's also got something that it's the, the none, none of the other these gangster movies have which is
1: i, I think a um, puerto rican vigo mortensen <laughs>
0: <laughs> it definitely has that it definitely has that but no that the more like real greek tragedy because like i mm, i feel yeah. like the drugs is a dumb greek tragedy because that's not like an internal flaw it's like well you just got addicted to something and it started fucking with your brain and then you had to do it more and more until you were essentially useless yeah yeah but this is like yeah like like a, it's like um it's like the wrestler only okay. for gangsters. Like a sure. guy passes prime. It's, he didn't do anything wrong. In fact, he's trying to do a lot of things right, but he just can't, can't quite run fast enough, can't quite take the punches. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he's, he's finding out in real time in a very Darwinian system that, that that's all happening. All right, well, that'll do it. That's our thoughts for Carl, Carlito's Way. Hope you guys have enjoyed our little review of it. Um, and be on the lookout for more bald move prestige in the future. Cause we got lots more to talk about until then. I'm Aaron and I'm Jim. See ya.